June 22nd, 2023. We're in Masechet Beza on the Kaftet Amud Bet, three lines from the bottom, the first Mishnah of the fourth Perek. Uh, this first Mishnah really picks up where the end of the third Perek uh, led to in terms of the Mishnayot, and that is with regards to um, matters and actions on Yom Tov, which need to be separated from your activity uh, during the week. Which means to say, it's not per se prohibited as a milacha, it's not mukseh, the things either, the things we're going to discuss. It's rather just inappropriate for Yom Tov activity. Hard to quantify, hard to determine exactly what's inappropriate and what's appropriate. The Mishnayot lead us in directions that give us hints and ideas as to what should be changed and how you can and should be doing it differently on Yom Tov. So the Mishnah begins and says, Hamevi kadeyayin. Mimakom lemakom, if a person is taking um, utensils filled with wine from one place to another, that means you're carrying it on Yom Tob. Uh, what could the issue be? Well, there's no melacha per se. Maybe there's a isur of hotza'ah. Well, keep in mind it's Yom Tob. On Yom Tob, there's no isur of hotza'ah. We know that from Daf Yod Bet, you're allowed to carry on Yom Tob. Rashi, as a matter of fact, at the top of uh, of the perek, hamevim mimakom lemakom, says Rashi, betoch hatehum o al yedei erub. You're within the tehum, which means to say that uh, you're not, you're, you uh, have not uh, gone outside of the 2,000 amma, which uh, would be a problem on Yom Tov, or uh, you're outside of the tehum, but there's an eruv tehumim, which means to say there's no issue of carrying in such a circumstance, uh, neither within nor outside of the tehum based on circumstance. What's the issue? Well, let's see. Lo yevi'em besal ubekupa, aval mevihu al ketefo o lefanav. You cannot and should not be bringing them um, on your back, in other words, that would be the regular activity, the regular way to carry it, al-ketefo. Instead, um, excuse me, abesalu bekupa, you shouldn't be bringing it in a, uh, in, a, in a basket of some sort, you shouldn't be bringing in another receptacle. Instead, what you're allowed to do is mevihu al-ketefo, you can bring it on your back, olefanav, or in your hands in front of you. It means that you're just changing it, um, doing it in a different way than you would during the week. Rashi, lo yeviem besalu bekupa latet shalosh ve'arba betoch kupa v'yisaim mishum dinira kemaaseh dehol laset masaot. So Rashi defines for us that by bringing it in the basket, bringing it in this receptacle, in a sal or in a kupa, it's nira kemaaseh dehol. It appears as if it's a weekday activity. Laset masaot, to carry something. Why does Rashi give us the number three or four? It's talking about the amounts of wine. How so? Maybe you learn uh, that you can't bring three gifts or four gifts, like something like that to your friend. Interesting. We saw something similar, says Jesse, with regards to the matanot in the first Perek and doing it differently on Yom Tov. The easiest interpretation over here might be the same over there as well is with regard, he's just talking practically. In other words, if you're going to be taking it in a basket, it means you probably have three or four. It's hard to carry three or four in your hands, as opposed to if, you're, um, if you have one or two, so then you'll be able to carry it in your hands. If you could fit three or four in your hands, the suggestion then is it would be permitted. Does it matter the reason why you're carrying the It seems clear, Rashi will say it explicitly later on, that you're doing this for Yom Tov. You're doing this to drink and to enjoy on Yom Tov. I'm in your house and I bring three bottles of wine. 
You shouldn't be, says the Mishnah, carrying it in a basket or a receptacle. Now, why not? Because it appears as if you're bringing this cumbersome package, which is inappropriate for Yom Tov, even though your purpose is for Yom Tov. Now, the, Mish- the Gemara will quote a Beraita at the very beginning, which says, Im if you're not able to do differently, so then it's permitted. Keep in mind, everything that we're describing over here is rabbinic in nature. We're trying to uphold the sanctity of the day. Sanctity is oftentimes uh, denoted and, uh, and felt by doing things differently. If you're just carrying things around in the same way you would on a weekday, it loses a certain flavor of the holiness of the day. As a result, the suggestion of the rabbis is that you do it in such a fashion. Arkadeyayin, the same thing as uh, bottles of wine. In other words, would you not be able to bring bottles of wine in a bag? Uh, we'll address in a bit, uh, but that's the statement in the Mishnah. The truth is, Rashi's mention at the onset of uh, is a little bit unnecessary as well. Rashi seems to be telling you details that you didn't need. I mean, we're talking about Yom Tov. If the issue was that you're going out of the Tehum, uh, you'd imagine the Mishnah is going to articulate that for us. Rashi seems purposed. This is Maran Bet Yosef in Siman Taf Kof Yod. He's Medayek in Rashi. He reads carefully in Rashi that Rashi is talking about when you're doing it in a public way. In other words, it's not within a contained area, maybe in a home, or even Orzarua Darke Moshe suggests from a home to another home. You're rather going a long distance. In other words, that's the issue. And that's what Rashi says afterwards, that it's going to be It's not that the activity is a weekday activity. It's that it'll be seen by others as a weekday activity. So Rashi might be purposed by, purposeful in telling us that you're bringing it a long distance. But no, you're within the Tehum. Maybe you're going a far distance. Or maybe you're out of the Tehum. You're going even that far distance. But you have an Eruv. So Rashi might be specific in this which will a little bit address already your question, Jeffrey, if you're just going down the block or a few blocks away, doesn't seem like there should be an issue. The truth is, Tosafot further flavors that sort of approach. On the bottom of the Amud, Hamevi Yikadeya in Vechule, Lo Yeviem Besal, says Tosafot, they start with a question, Vetema, there's a difficulty, De Amrinan Beshabbat, Perek Mefanin. Because at the beginning of Perek Mefanin, in Masechet Shabbat, the following statement is made, Mefanin Arba Kupot O Hamisha. The statement is you're allowed to move four or five Kupot. A Kupa, we're talking about in our Mishnah, that's a Sal or a Kupa. You're dealing with a receptacle which has something in it. And Lefanot means to clear out. You're moving one to, from one place to another. Well, wait a second. The Mishnah and Masechet Shabbat is explicitly permitting not just if you're carrying it on your back, not only if you're carrying it in your hands, but even if you're in a kupa. Explicitly, it says you can even bring four or five kupot. Forget about the four or five kadeyayin that you have inside of them. That's all permitted. Vikol Shekin says Tosafot, all the more so Mutar Yom Tob. We should say certainly it's permitted on Yom Tob. Yom Tob, generally speaking, is lighter in terms of its prohibitions than Shabbat. Its sanctity, its holiness is looked at as a little bit lower on the scale than Shabbat. Oh, if it's permitted on Shabbat to move kupot, why should it be asur on Yom Tov? V'yesh Lomar answers Tosafot, the Hatam Mayere, over there, this case in Masechet Shabbat, Beshabbat, She'eno Yachol Lehosi Lahus. On Shabbat, the circumstance by definition is, uh, generally speaking, when you don't have an eruv, which is our standard circumstance, you can't take something outside. 
And as a result, imagine the scene, the context inside. And as a result, you don't, nobody sees the person moving the items from one corner to the next, from one side of the home to the other. Notice what Tosafot is suggesting is that the issue over here, and this is an important point, it's not an issue of essence, it's not an inherent issue, it's inappropriate to carry receptacles and baskets filled with wine. It's not the issue. The issue is others will see it. Not that others will see and per se suspect, but it's that others will see and it looks wrong on Yom Tov. It's not a Yom Tov activity. Activity. It takes away from the holiness. It looks like a Ma'aseh Dehol. Alken Mutar. That's why in Masechet Shabbat, where it's done privately, it's within the home. Or our assumption is you're not taking it outside. It's permitted. But then not inside the house? That's Tosafot's suggestion is very clearly Somebody's you can. Again, you could care. have and perhaps would have imagined from our Mishnah, where do you see in our Mishnah any differently? Our Mishnah isn't talking about from home to home. Our Mishnah is talking about Tosafot's suggestion is no. Where it's Shabbat and there's an Isur Hosa, we're talking about Boto Abayit, and that's explicit, it's Mutar. Our Mishnah, in contrast, is talking about mimakom lemakom outside of the home. Rashi may be sensitive to this issue, takes it a step further, potentially, according to Beit Yosef's reading. Because Rashi says to us, you're talking about potentially moving it a city over. It's for that reason, as I said, Darke Moshe quotes from Orzarua, if you even bring it from one home to another home, within a small radius, within a neighborhood, it should be permitted. The issue is ma'aseh dehov. How do we define ma'aseh dehov? Not sim- simple. Again, what the, the number Rashi gave us was, Rashi talked about uh, three or four, but, uh, or, but his only reason for mentioning three or four is because that's what fits into the basket. He seems to be talking about just a basket or a receptacle. That's the issue specifically. Yes, John? This sounds like a Maridayan issue, though. If it's a Maridayan issue, why would you privately? Again, because it's not. It's not a marit ayin issue. Marit ayin means for one either what either whether we're talking about uh, marit. We, we talked about two types of of, of marit ayin earlier in the masech. It is either that people will learn from you and do wrongfully, or alternatively, people will suspect you and the uh, hashada and think that you're doing the wrong thing. It's a, like a lifnei uh, Over here, it's not per se that nobody looks at you per se and says you're violating. This is not a violation of anything. You can carry the wine. It's just It's just a weekday activity. Now you say to me, it's not a weekday activity. It's for my meal. Well, the person doesn't know that. But a weekday activity, again, is not per se. It's not per se something that we would say, because they see you doing what they believe is asur. They see you doing something that looks like it's inappropriate, is the best way to say it, at least in my mind. That's what Tosafot finishes. Um, again, over here, two lines into Tosafot. The circumstances, of course, Right, so that's what we have then in our Mishnah. So just a few words into the Mishnah, we already have a, a, a certain depth of understanding with regards to what we're talking about. Which is very much defined by Joey, it appears, from Rashi and Tosafot, what people see. 
It's not per se a marit ayin that afilu behadre hadarim should be asur. It's rather that the whole definition of this, that's the best way to say it, is by what it appears to people, right? As opposed to marit ayin is inherently, maybe it's wrong. Okay. Anyway, so uh, the Mishnah says, Hamevi kadeyayin mimakom lemakom lo yeviyem besalu bekupa, aval mevi hu al ketefo o lefana. Vechen, and so too the Mishnah continues, hamolich et hatevim. If a person is moving, tevin, I believe is hay. It's straw. what? Straw. Lo yafshil et hakupa le'achorav, aval mevihu biyado. What you cannot and should not be doing is taking it in a receptacle, a kupa, and holding it behind you on your back. Um, I guess that's the way you would do it in a normal weekday uh, fashion. Aval mevi'ah, what you can and must do instead, biyado, in your hand. Now that's uh, why are you bringing sh- straw or hay on Yom Tov? Rashi, v'chen ha-molich et ha-tevin, lehesek or lebehema. You're bringing it either to burn or to feed to your animal. Lo yafshil kupala horav dignai Yom Tov hu. Says Rashi, it's inappropriate, it's a genai for the Yom Tov. Shenir'ah, it appears, kemitkaven lemelacha rabbah. It appears as if your intention is to do a lot of work with this. Again, Rashi talks about makom rahok. It appears as if you bring it to a far place as you would do during the week. Okay, so says the Mishnah again, if you're in that circumstance, you cannot and must not. And then the Mishnah concludes and it says, this last part of the Mishnah brings us in an altogether different direction, which we won't initially address in the Mishnah. We'll talk about the first part of the Mishnah, but let's uh, quickly understand what it's a reference to over here. Instead of uvdin dehol, instead of um, weekday activities in which your, your actions appear wrong, this last part of the Mishnah is addressing mukseh, mukseh, which we talked a bit about in the first Pedic, and we'll talk a bit about more over here, it comes up in the third Pedic as well. Uh, but the circumstance situation is that uh, you have um, you, you have a aremat tevin. Arema means a pile, and tevin, of course, is a straw or is hay. And uh, the, the statement in the Mishnah, in turn, is you're allowed to be matahil, which for all intents and purposes means I have a pile of hay somewhere tucked away. I've never touched it. I hadn't, um, it wasn't on my mind. Therefore, you might, perhaps should, imagine it as being mukseh. Entering into the holiday, I had no intention of using it. And as a result, how do you know I didn't have an intention? I never used it. It was tucked away in the corner. Am I allowed to now, for the first time, matahilin, take from that straw and uh, light a fire with it? Am I allowed to take that straw and use it on matahilin? The statement in the Mishnah, for one reason or another, is that doesn't pose an issue of mukseh. However, says the Mishnah, avalo ba'itzim sheba mukseh. What you're not allowed to do alternatively is to take wood, which are sheba mukseh. Uh, she says, Mukseh is uh, some sort of open space behind your home where you leave logs or you leave uh, firewood of some sort. What's the difference between these two? Why is it that it's permitted to take the straw, but it's prohibited to take the wood? Rashi already tells us the Gemara is going to ask that as a seemingly a blatant contradiction. On the one hand, you tell me I'm allowed to start with this pile, even though it appears to be Mukseh. On the other hand, you're telling me that I'm not allowed to. Is there a difference between straw and wood? Is there a difference between if it's in your home or outside? But it's not per se the issue. No, 
but well, you bring it back and you store it away from your house intentionally. Maybe it's because it's outside, it's mukseh. Maybe it has to do with the, uh, all right, we'll have to deal with it in the Gemara. All, all, all valid directions for us. Yes. So if you're feeding your dog and you had a bag of dog food, wouldn't be able to bring that in according to this. No, uh, what? Matchilim ba'arimah uh, tevin? The same way the straw, you have to do it by hand. You can't bring in the whole baby from the garage to the house. Uh, again, if we're assuming that within your property you're not allowed to be moving, yes. First and foremost, you're definitely allowed to within your property. That's what the point Rashi and Tosafot are making for us. Could you bring it to your friend down the block? Uh, that's what we'd have to address. And what I'm telling you is, I mean, we'll, we'll read it, Alibadi, we'll read it halakha, but. What I'm telling you is there's, there's room and, and ample space for leniency on, on those sorts of circumstances. All right, that means that to say that our Mishnah, for all intents and purposes, the heading would be Uvdin Dehol, number one, and number two, Mukseh. Says the Mishnah, says the Gemara Tana, Im i efshar leshanot mutar, period. The Beraita adds on to our Mishnah and says, but if you're not able, if it's for whatever reason and not possible for you to carry it in the way that the Mishnah told us, is necessary on Yom Tov, mutar. So we're dealing with, for all intents and purposes, an isur midrabbanan, a rabbinic prohibition and restriction of uvdin derhol. If you're not able to do it differently, it's mutar. What's an example of where you're not able to do it differently? Rashi, vim kegon, shezimen orchim harbe. For example, you invited many guests, and as a result, you must, you need to bring a lot. Everybody's going to be waiting, or maybe it's coming from another place. It's just not possible. You don't have enough manpower. Mutar, in such a circumstance, it's mutar. Says the Gemara, Atkin Rava Bemahoza. Rava established as a takana, Midrabanan, in the place where he lived. Mahoza, Didaru Beduhaka, Lidaru Beragla. Didaru Beragla. Lidaru be agra, didaru be agra, lidaru be akpa, didaru be akpa, nifrosudra ilave. Vim loyev shar, share. Damar mor, im yev shar le shanot, muta. So, if you may have noticed, there's a certain symmetry of statements over here, and I'll tell you externally first, and then we'll read it inside. Uh, basically, what um, the, the takana here of Rava, again in his place in Mahoza, was uh, with regards to people who were carrying things, who did this regularly, who knew the normal way to do it, do it differently. Uh, that was each one of these cases is one way or another of carrying things, of carrying large bundles or smaller bundles. And each one of those circumstances, if you normally during the weekday would carry it in that fashion, carry it in another fashion. It's more difficult to carry it a different way. So it's an interesting point. So Rashi's suggestion throughout these four cases is you're either uh, equal uh, in terms of uh, difficulty or it's easier. That's what he, he maintains, that that's the reality over here. Uh, so, uh, that, to you. But listen, it might be easier, but it might be less efficient. It might be easier, it might be less efficient. Right? In other words, Elon, don't forget, even if it's easier, it might take you a longer time. Uh, so let's see what each of these cases mean. Rashi will help us with each of them. Didaru bedohaka says Rashi. Masui shadam yahid nose al ketefo bechol betorah. 
in general, if it's the type of burden, the type of carrying that a person would do on their back or on their shoulders, betorach, and it's more difficult. In The example of such would be a barrel or a bag filled with fruits. You'd normally take it on your shoulders. You should take it on Yom Tov with, a, with, a, with a, a, a something known as a ragla. What's a ragla? Ata shekorim forka. Kedarke nose melach limkor. Some sort of fork-like long and big item which you'd place it into. So instead of it going directly, the bag or the barrel on your shoulder, you put it with this two-pronged, into a two-pronged item which you're carrying it through. Because there's a necessity of changing to show that you're not doing it. Right, so Eli, there are the words of Rashi. Rashi's clear that in all of these changes, first he's telling us you're alleviating and making it easier. Afterwards, he'll hit a case where he says it might be equal, but it can't be that these changes are making it harder, at least in his mind. The atarze and this fork-like item, it's easy, and it makes it easier to carry a heavy burden with. And by carrying the barrel or the bag in this atar, it's easier. Okay, what about, generally speaking, during the week, you would not be taking it on your back, you would be taking whatever it is. Rashi said salt was normally t- taken in such a fashion, Biragla with that fork-like utensil, Masui Havit Gedola In such a circumstance, what did Rava suggest or tell the people that Takana was they take it that way instead? Lidaru Beagra Yisauha Biyom Tob Adam Bemot Al Kitvehem Name Shinui Lehakel Instead of taking in the fork-like item, the atar, you should be taking it like the meragilim took uh, items. You should have some sort of uh, uh, mot, which goes on the shoulders, and two people together carry it. Two people together carrying it is a little bit more annoying, but it is easier in the scheme of things, and it's definitely different than the way you would do it during the weekday. What about didaru be'agra? What about people and circumstances where you normally during the week would be taking it two people with that uh, so this uh, next case says Rashi, if you normally would take it with the mot on the shoulders of two, uh, you should take it individually. Even though it's not making it easier, in such a circumstance, at the very least, it's different and it's not harder. That's what Rashi makes clear for us. What about lastly, if you normally during the week, whatever the type of burden bundle is, you would take it individually with the mot, with the item that's carrying it. How can you change that on Shabbat, on Yom Tov, excuse me? Nifros sudra. You should place on top of it a sudar, place on top of it some covering. Uh, what does the covering do for you? Rashi says, well, the covering is very light, so it doesn't make it heavier. It makes it a shinui, it makes it more private, it does not in the face of others. Those are the four cases of Rashi, of Rava, Rashi's interpretation of Rava. Um, if we're going to just allow it, why do we make the statement that you shouldn't do it in a regular way, but if, by the way, if you can't, 
If you can't, then you can't. Yes, just let everybody do it. Why don't, we, why don't we make it a restriction? I thought you were such an idealist. Jesse. So an idealist it's, says, we we have have to if, I'm ab- if I'm able to, and in most of these cases I would be able to, so then you should. If the guests are waiting, it's uh, inconvenient to the extent that it's going to mess up your meal, that's where we say it's permitted. That's what seems to be taking place here in Ankhmar. Do it is really only for yourself, because if someone's witnessing you, they have no idea which of these four ways you like to carry. So my guess is that once upon a time, when you worked out in the marketplace, everybody knew salt gets taken on that, and he's taking it like this. That's what it has to be in all these cases. Otherwise, you're right. It has to be. This is normal, normally done things, which everyone was familiar with. Gaon mi Vilna on the right-hand side, if you take a look at the little aleph at the right-hand side where it says, Hagahot Hagera, not for our purposes all that instructive, but important to note, he quotes from Harambam a different interpretation to these four levels. We can quickly read it. doesn't take too much delving into to distinguish because it's just different approaches to the matter, at least in my mind. He says, The first case, remember the first one where we understood that as on your shoulder, says, That's with the mot. That's where you're carrying it on the item like the miragelim, uh, like the scouts. Uh, Eli, he might even be feeling it out the way you were. In other words, that it's easier when you have it one way as opposed to the other. Okay. And then the Sefer Aruch of Rabbi Natan has an altogether different interpretation. For our purposes, again, and to a certain extent uh, to the Jeffrey comment, it goes like this. If this is the normal way, I don't know exactly how it was in Mehoza, I can't tell you exactly the way it is today. But if there is a standard way, and you're doing it in the standard way on Yom Tov, do it differently. Don't do it in a more difficult way. Do it in either the same type of difficulty or in an easier way. If you can't, it's mutah. If you can't, it's mutah. That's clear. He said it himself, Rava. So let's back in the Gemara again, and Rava's final statement, six lines from the top, Vim lo ifshar, if you can't change it, for whatever reason, Rashi gave us an example in the Mishnah, you have many guests coming, Shari, Shari means it's mutar. De'amar mor, after all, we learned in the Beraita, the very first line of the Gemara, quote, in if shalishanot mutar, period. All right, the Gemara continues. Amar le Rav Hanan Barava le Ravashe. Amur Rabbanan kama de'afshar lishanuye mishaninan biyomatob taba. The question which he's about to pose begins with a statement. It says, listen, says Rav Hanan Baravat Rav Asher, the rabbis told us that as much possible to change on Yom Tob, you should be doing so. We saw that in our Mishnah. We saw that in the statement of Rava in Mahoza. I have a question. He in turn asks Rav Asher. Veha haned nasheh. Uh, wait a second, what about these women? Which seems to be a reference to the general standard practice of women in this time period. They fill their hatsvayu. Hatsvayu is their earthenware clay uh, utensils, maya with water, on Yom Tov. And they don't change. And nobody says anything to them. We don't say to them uh, nothing. It's interesting. It doesn't mention how they carry it. Apparently, they carry. I mean, again, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, shoulders, yeah. head. 
I hear what you're saying, but the point more than anything is they're doing it the same way they do it during the week, right? Which in turn, the response will be, well, how would you rather them be doing it? Amar le answers Ravasheh to the claim that we're not leading the people properly, that we haven't been making certain that the women do it in the proper way based on our tradition. Amar le mishum de la efshar, because there's no other way for them to be carrying. How would you say, how should they do? Would you say that if they were, generally speaking, filling up a a larger receptacle to bring a lot more water, now they should instead, they should take it in smaller jugs? They'll have be mafsha, they'll have an abundance of walking. They'll have too much walking in such a circumstance. Alternatively, and that in turn would be extra stress, extra effort on the holiday. Uh, would you say alternatively, if generally speaking, they take in smaller receptacles, now on Yom Tob we should tell them, take it in a larger one? They'll be carrying something heavier. That's wrong for them. To carry something heavier means it's more strenuous activity on the holiday. Maybe you would say instead they should cover it with, Rashi explains, a wooden covering. Maybe that's the appropriate way to handle this so that it's different than the weekday. Sometimes the covering will fall off and it'll pose a problem of them bringing it. What would the problem of bringing it if the covering on Yom Tov falls off? Carrying it. Is there any sort of carrying on Yom Tov? They don't need the lid. Well, they don't need the lid, says Jesse. So, we learned on Daf Yod Bet Amud Aleph, the Mishnah, Bet Hilel or Matir, to be Motzi on Yom Tov. The question in the Gemara was, under what circumstances? What are the parameters of the permissibility of that carrying? We had a mahloket between Rashi and Tosafot, what if there's no necessity at all for the holiday in this carrying? Is it still permitted or not? That was a mahloket between Rashi and Tosafot. Since, since there is a major opinion mentioned over there in Tosafot, in Rashi, that if there's no purpose, there's no purpose at all, it's Asur on Yom Tov. That's how you would explain these words in the Gemara. Alternatively, alternatively, we had another approach over there. The other approach in the Rishonim was that even if there's no necessity for the holiday, it's still permitted. It's for that reason, if you take a look at the Gemara, you'll see there's a lot of letters going on on this line. There's a small bit, and after the Nachtema, there's a small Aleph. Both of those letters lead you to the right-hand side. One to Gaon Mivilna, and the other one to Hagahot Maharav Ranshburg. Both of them take out these words from the Gemara. The reason they remove these words from the Gemara, A.B., is because although on Shabbat I'd have an issue of carrying, on Yom Tov there's no such issue of carrying. And as a result, that can't be the fear. So again, back in the statement of Rav Asheh to these individuals, Rav Asheh is turning to them and he's saying, what would you rather the women be doing? We have no way of doing this differently. Should they be placing this wooden item over it? I can't put the wooden item over Why not? So if we take out those words, what's the fear of the word? Says the Gemara, instead, maybe you'll tie on 
the wooden covering to those hatzbayu, to their earthenware items, to their clay jugs. Zimnim de mafsik ve'ate Sometimes the knot will come out and they'll in turn come to knot it up. Again, the issue is that they're carrying the water in the same way they would during the week. The solution for it, the best we have, is they put a wooden item over it. No, but maybe the wooden item will fall off. Maybe you'll knot it on. Was it degrading? Maybe in today's day and age. You didn't have water otherwise. You had to go to the river to get the water. Wasn't everyone doing it? Says the Gemara, lastly, Tifros sudra ilave We'll have to return to that line tomorrow. But says the Gemara in its concluding line, Maybe you should just put a handkerchief over it, and that'll solve it. That'll cover it up, make it different than weekday. Maybe it'll fall in, and you'll come to sehita. We'll address that tomorrow. Amen, amen.